This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. I've got Joel Smallbone on the line with me, together with his brother Luke. They are for King and Country. Uh, Joel, welcome to Radio K Pulpit Breakfast. Man, it is uh, lovely to be speaking with you. I come, Bradley, I commonly get confused for uh-huh. you. And anytime an American is like, man, where are you from? They're like, are you from South Africa? I'm like, no, man, I'm not from, <laughs> I love, you know, I love, I love Africa, but I'm, no, we're from Australia. So nice to be talking to you nonetheless. Yeah, I've been following you on social media, so many do, and I couldn't help but you see you wearing a kimono the other day. So I thought when we start this interview, am I supposed to say, konnichiwa, hajimamashite, or something like that? <laughs> Uh, look, I love, I, I do love Japanese culture. I love, I, if I could have Japanese food, food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner <laughs> for the rest of my life, I would. And so, Kenichiwa might be an appropriate title at some point. Maybe I'll, 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 I'll start becoming more Japanese as, as I age. Who knows? Jill, uh, when we look at your music and the success that it has and the way that people are responding to it, particularly uh, your latest album, What We're Waiting For, and I see how it's really getting in there and touching people's hearts. I was wondering, do you and Luke sit down and, and, and discuss, I'm not sure if it's something you've done once, maybe something you do every season or at the start of a touring schedule, but do you sit down and actually say, what are the values of for King and Country? Mm. Mm. Well, yes and no. I mean, I think it's sort of, sort of written into the, the DNA now for a long time. I mean, we're brothers, you know, we know where we sit sit as far as sort of belief and, and, and faith and family and all of that. Um, and so that's an indelible part of it. As far as this record is concerned, um, we do wait for the moment where we feel like either A, we've lived enough life or, you know, the world has sort of moved far enough to where it's, mm. it's, it's, it's worthy for us to sort of pen uh, a, a new project. And and that moment came, I think it was about December 23rd, 2020. We were in the height of the pandemic still. And uh, we were doing these drive-in shows in, in America. We'd go into theater, drive-in <coughs> theaters or whatnot. And people would stay in the safety of their cars. And it was a way to still connect live uh, in the middle of the pandemic. And, and uh, so we were just wrapping up a tour. It was the second to last show. And, you know, you're thinking about the new year. You're thinking about where we're at. And I remember going to him and saying, I couldn't sleep that night in the bus. And I remember going to him that afternoon the next day and saying, man, I, I, think, I think it's time. Like, I think not only have we lived enough life as men, but the world has certainly walked through enough in, in the last few years for us to begin um, uh, putting pen to paper. And so uh, from that day to really, you know, this almost, we, we've just been... Um, putting uh you know lyrics and melodies together and producing and, and and so on and planning for what would become what are we waiting for and uh we're really proud of it you never quite know brad when you start working on a project how it's going to come together but we're really proud of, of how I mean, it's come together do, do you and luke sit down and read the comments on your youtube videos i mean i like everybody else watch those videos and then i just sit and i read through those comments i'm like how on point uh, is this music for this season Mm-hmm. yeah you know what i do actually i particularly when we release a music video or whatnot I, i'll i just i sometimes got to be careful about it because it can it can either really encourage you or it can really disturb and you know depress you uh-huh. um, but what is really profound is i i do feel um that our listeners 
and and the band are really synergized. You know, I yeah. think there's a real sense that we we know we we know one another well. We know what we're feeling, and even if Luke and I are able to write honestly from a family perspective or a spiritual perspective or even a global perspective, um, you know, we are we are able to uh, connect and meet our audience in a really special mm. way, and and that's. That's I, to me. That's the beauty of it. And and when you start, when your life starts disconnecting from your listeners, that's when I think you got to kind of go, hey, maybe it's someone else's turn now. You know? Yeah. Um, I just want to go back to part of what you said. I mean, this pandemic it was sort of an amplifier to people's existing struggles. And the pandemic aside, people are struggling. I mean, we're talking about self-worth, self-esteem, and some serious emotional struggles. Uh, I mean, your music really hones in on that. It feels like it's, it's just right for the season, uh, speaking into these areas where people are, are really desperate. It's like there's a vacuum and your music is just being sucked into this vacuum. Well, you realize, Brad, that um, we are communal beings by nature. You know, you go back to the earliest tribes in, in, in known history and they always had every commemoration or celebration was built around a tribal dance or rhythm or melodies or lyrics. And um, what has happened in the last two years, I, I mean, amongst obviously the health crisis of it amongst the loss of life amongst the economic crisis of it. What you've also lost in the middle of that is people at clubs and churches and arenas and performance venues and theaters. No one's been able to gather together. And so we've sort of been left alone. We're trying to grapple with some of the biggest complicated social, racial, political, you know, pharmaceutical issues hmm. of our lifetime and, and, and yet we can't do it in proximity to one another. And it was just this really, uh, we felt like it was this really perfect storm in, in sort of a negative way. Yeah. And, um, and that's why like being, you know, here now and playing a show tonight is, is we, we just see it in a whole new light because we really feel like music has, has a way of uniting us in, in, in a, in a way that, 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 not too many other things do. And so our hope is as people do face all of the compounding layers and, and try to piece back together their lives, that this album and, and these shows and this music can be part of that conversation and sort of spurring them on as they do that. Yeah. And it's not only the believers, you know, those are the Christians that are listening to your music. Some, a song like Relate is this massive crossover hit in South Africa at the moment. You know, mainstream radio stations mm. are playing it because there's a need. It doesn't matter what you believe. Uh, that's, that's what the song really speaks to. And that's what we relate to as people. So, I mean, this is also what you want, not only to have people in our little holy huddle as believers, you know, this kind of message needs to get right. out there. Right. hundred percent. You know, we've also all we've always also said that music is a universal language and that you're able to write about these themes and it bypasses the head and goes to the hearts of people. And uh, so, man, I, I agnostic atheist believer anywhere between now, I, I hope, I think it's a richer experience if we can all get in the, in the mix together and, mm -hmm. and work through these things. Cause you know, there's this funny thing in modernization, Bradley, where, we feel as though uh, diversity or culture have all of a sudden become a bad thing. And yet 
it's one of the most beautiful parts of life. You know, I'm an Australian guy married to an Hispanic woman and I love the differences of culture. You know, I love, like I mentioned earlier, I love Asian food. I'm not Asian. I'm Caucasian, but, 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 and, and I would, it would be such a void for me if I was just surrounded with people who think or talk or act or vote just like me. Absolutely. And yes, it gives way to tension and hard conversations, but I think that's part of what you've got to have in life, you know, and that's what keeps us, keeps us sort of moving forward. So I'm, I'm, I hope that, that, uh, yeah, it can reach uh, across the aisle, so to speak, our music and, and, and anyone and everyone we're at where they are. Yeah. Tonight you're in Illinois in Champaign of all places. I mean, this is what a place to go and have a party. Champaign, Illinois at the State <laughs> Farm Center. I mean, your show is phenomenal. How do you how do you prepare? I mean, how many? I don't know what the time difference is exactly between where I'm sitting in Cape Town and you're in Illinois. Yeah. But I mean, how many hours yeah. before the show and and how do you prepare? <laughs> we're about excuse me, we're about seven hours before the show, um, and. Um, well, preparing starts months. We've prepared more for this tour, Brad, than any tour we've ever been a part of. You know, I think coming out of the pandemic, you know, we there's more mo- literal, like physical moving parts in the production. Um, it's more technical than ever. Uh, we've also obviously got this new album that we can sort of take the ingredients and pop these new songs into the set list as well. Um, so it's months and months of thoughts and meetings. And, and then once you hit the road, you've got a whole other level of every day you're trying to tweak. We're going to refine something else this afternoon and try and tidy things up. And so it's, um, it, it's a daily, it's a daily sort of almost moment by moment procedure, even down to things like I have a, you know, a notes app on my iPhone that has all the production team's names. And mm-hmm. we all kind of share criticism or comments or things to make the show better. You know, it's those sorts of things. You just stay in it. And, and I love it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm sort of a child of live shows. It's what I've been my bread and butter since I was a boy and, and, and what I've loved. And so this, I feel very much at home in these, in these environments. So I'm sure everyone getting excited out there in Illinois. Hang on. You know, I, I've been following your mom, Helen's journey. I've uh, her podcast you did with your sister, Rebecca. And I know that this is a for King and country interview, but who doesn't want to talk about their mom, right? So just for those people listening, I'm not sure when the book uh, Behind the Lights is going to arrive in SA, but uh, for those who don't know about the book, quick, just a quick uh, background into that book. We can't wait for it, by the way. Well, man, first of all, you're, you're very attuned uh, because it is mum's birthday today. Actually. <gasps> happy birthday, so mum, Helen. You're reminding me, I got I to gotta call her and, and uh, wish her a happy birthday. But um, man, it is a, uh, it's a real treat to see her. Uh, you know, we got a song on the new album called Unsung Hero that sort of commemorates her. But it's a real treat to see her come out from behind the lights and actually share about our story um, as a family. Um, it, in a very sort of spoken word type of I'm going to just take you on a journey, sit down, have a coffee with you sort of way. Because our, our journey, my parents' journey and in turn our journey to America was very dynamic and, and, and tragic and beautiful and faith-filled and all of it and it's really the bedrock that our family's built on so much so that not only is she releasing a book but we're actually working on a a a feature-length film called unsung hero where i would take at least right now play my father in it and sort of tell that sort of incredible migration story really an origin story of sorts and uh so man i'm just so proud of her i you know i think it's so many of us die with our stories still left in us 
And what I think is so important, we've been encouraging her is, you know, she's got a lot of life left to live. Don't get me wrong, but you've got to, you've got so much to offer mum as a mother, as you've seen so much as an Australian, as an American, as a, as a global citizen, as a woman. Um, and, and so put pen to paper and she did. And I hope, I can't wait for it to make it over. I think it's on audiobook, hopefully, or Amazon oh, yeah. over there. Hopefully you can get it, get it, get, get a, uh, your own copy. Joel, thanks for your time this morning. Be blessed and have a great show tonight and all the way from SA. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.